Welcome to the MFR Coaches Podcast, where we talk about how you can create your own MFR business, how to have one, and what to do to get started. Each week, we will discuss practical ways to create a business that keeps you from under-earning and burning out. I'm your host, Heather Hommel. Over 10 years ago, I decided to change my massage practice to MFR only. I became fully booked and have enjoyed years of success helping people to get out of pain and return to active lifestyles. I'm here to help you do it too, even if you live in a tiny town and even if you've never had a business before. Let's go. Hey everyone, and welcome to another episode of the MFR Coaches Podcast. I have a very special guest with me today, Rachel Pecora, who is a fellow myofascial release therapist and the owner of Northeast Ohio Myofascial Release. She is also a private coaching client of mine, and she has been blowing her business out of the water in the best way. And I thought it was time that we get her on here so that everyone else can kind of follow along on her fun journey. So Rachel, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself? Welcome to the podcast. Well, thanks for having me. So a few weeks ago, I decided to hire you as a coach. I have been in my current location since July of 2020. And at that point, I decided that I would no longer take on new massage clients and transition my massage business to MFR only, although I had no plan on how to do that. So since July, I had been taking on new MFR clients, but not really sure how to sell them MFR or explain them MFR or really give them the best treatment. I just figured it would one day all click, but it wasn't really happening the way I expected it to. So some of those clients didn't return and I thought it was something I was doing wrong and, you know, questioning my skills and questioning everything about MFR sort of. So I continue with my current massage clients and knowing eventually that I wanted to eliminate that, but not sure how to do that. When I first met you, I was looking to raise my prices in April, $5. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And I was freaking out about how I could go about that, thinking people were going to be mad at me and not sure how to really navigate my next plan. So since we've been working together, I've been... Yeah. You've been a rock star. So before we tell everybody what you've done, I want to go back to something. Okay. (laughs) Okay. Before July, 2020, like you opened your business in July of 2020, right? Is that what you said? Just for MFR. Yep. I had been self-employed doing massage prior to that. Okay. So in July, you were like, I'm going to do MFR, but all you had were massage clients. Yes. And yep. then you kind of like put it out there that you were doing MFR and you would get a couple of clients, but you weren't having success with like a rebook rate. It was mainly massage that you were doing. Yes. Yes. Okay. All right. I just want to get that clear. And then the other question I have for you is how many seminars have you taken so far? What have you taken? I mean, you don't have to like give me the exact number, but like which, which seminars have you taken and which one is your favorite? I've taken um, MFR one, two, unwinding, um, and skill enhancement and fascial pelvis. Um, I think out of all of them so far, the most used class that I do the techniques from is fascial pelvis. It seems to be where I take most of my techniques from. So that class has been great for treating people, but 
I think they're all great. I don't have a favorite. Yeah. Yeah. But fascial pelvis is such a good foundational class to have. I think I've taken that class six times because I'm always like, I love it so much. And sometimes I like to pretend I don't know enough about it, but I, you know, I do. (laughs) There's a lot of techniques to learn. There's a lot of techniques. Yeah. (laughs) It's awesome. Okay. So let's flash forward to when I met you in, what do we start working together in February? Yes. February 1st. So you had the goal to raise your prices $5 by April. What have you actually done? Um, I've doubled them. Okay. So your rate was? 65 for an hour. And now you're charging 130? Yes. And how is that going? Great. It's busier than I've ever been. (laughs) Right. Okay. So I think people are going to hear that and they're going to be like, okay, she can do that, but I can't. So let's back up again. When we met, you were like kind of stressed out about raising your prices $5. Kind of. I was super stressed out. Right. And you were like, not only do I want to raise my prices $5, I want to tell my massage clients that I'm not going to massage them anymore. So they either need to become MFR clients or get off my schedule, basically. (laughs) Right. Right. Yes. Okay. So So many changes. So at the same time as doubling your rate, you have also created for yourself a completely myofascial release business. Yes. And it's not even April yet. Yes. (laughs) So on April 1st, you are no longer doing massage therapy. You are only doing myofascial release therapy for all your existing clients and all your clients going forward. Yes. That's awesome. How does that feel? It's exciting. I'm excited. I think that they're going to really enjoy it. They don't know what's possible with MFR. So it's kind of like getting new clients, but I don't really have to do the work <laughs> because they're already there. So, you know, yeah, that's fun. So you get to explore their conditions in a totally different way doing yeah. that fast release now with them. So yeah. what were some of the conversations you had with your clients to prepare them for this switch? And it really has only been a month. So you gave them about a month's notice of the change. Yep. Tell me a little bit about what those conversations have been like. And then let's talk a little bit about the conversations we've had to have to get you to have those conversations. <laughs> oh boy, that's been a that's been a tough part. Um, I was so nervous to tell them that I wasn't going to do massage anymore because I thought that they were going to be mad at me or that they would leave me and then I wouldn't have any clients and I wouldn't be able to fill my books and how am I going to pay my bills if I don't have clients on the table and you know the the wheels start spinning from there. Mm-hmm. So I told them I just went in one day and decided okay no more massage sorry basically either sink or swim <laughs> and I just kind of had to make that decision. And it's been really hard because I still was hesitant about upsetting people and rocking the boat and, you know, just shaking things up and so many changes. And, you know, it's a lot, but most of them are, they're going to stick around and try it out. At least, you know, Mm -hmm. they're going to give it a fair shot. So Mm -hmm. it's exciting. (laughs) And they're also paying a higher rate, right? You raised their rates too. So what you decided to do was do a pretty good rate increase for your current clients and have them switch to myofascial release, but they're getting a little bit different rate than the new people going forward. So that's a really good plan of action, right? Like the new people have no idea what you charge 
and your old people or your current people are making a big shift with you. Like they're totally trusting you with their care. They're bought in Mm -hmm. to your care already. So the people that are willing to go with you are going with you and they're paying you more. Yes. How does that feel? It's great. Yeah. And I was so worried about changing and raising their rates too. And they don't even care. (laughs) They're like, whatever. They were more concerned about no massage, but they don't care about the price. Yeah. And isn't that funny? Because when we first started working together, you were really concerned about changing the price more than $5. Yeah. And so we kind of talked about how you're going to be the same amount of uncomfortable raising $5 or doubling your rate or tripling it. Like it's the same amount of discomfort Mm-hmm. And the same amount of time period for being uncomfortable. So once you heard me tell you that, what were what were some of your thoughts about changing your price? Because I know at one point you were like, well, I'll just raise it to $85 forever, you know, across the board. And then we, but we talked about that like discomfort level, right? And then, yeah. so you came back the next time with doubling your rate and that's all you could think about. Yeah, I had to decide, you know, what was better long-term after discussing with you all of the reasons that I needed to raise it to double it, not just because I wanted to pick a price out of the sky and go with that, but there's things that I know I need to do and that I want to do and work-life balance and quality of care for patients. You know, if you are burned out, you can't treat like you want to. And I've, I've been very busy this past month and I've realized I have to continue with that higher rate because I can't do as many people as I thought maybe I could do. Right. You well, know, and it's not long-term, right? Like right. Yeah. you maybe when you're struggling to pay your bills, you have a mindset of, well, there's all these, there's 24 hours in a day. So I could work eight of those hours or 10 or 12, whatever it is that we tell ourselves we can work. Yeah. How sustainable is that long-term, right? It's so not. we really took a look at what you needed to make for your goals and for your plans for your life and what would cover your bills. And then also took a long, hard look at what you wanted to make. And I think that's one question you hadn't ever actually asked yourself. Like, what do I want to make? Right. And so it's that's still hard to believe. It really is. Even though I'm uh, getting clients at my new rate, it's still hard to believe that I just did it. <laughs> yeah. And they don't yeah. know any different. And it's, it's great. I'm really happy. Yeah. And it's so exciting to watch you kind of experience that, like going from to complete, like disbelief to like, well, what if this does work? Yeah. To, I wasn't on board at first. I, I know, was right? Crazy. Yeah, we had a lot of conversations <laughs> and it wasn't me telling you to raise your rates, right? It was me telling you, well, what is possible if you do this? And then is it worth it to be uncomfortable and not really know what you're doing for a little bit, not having a guarantee what your clients are going to do or say, but believing enough for you and your reasons behind wanting to do this. Yeah. Yeah. It was really just my thought about it. It wasn't so much the, the money. And we've talked about that many times, but that was hard for me to wrap my head around, but it's, become easier the longer I've been, you know, with marinating in my new price. Yeah. So when you offer that to people now, like when you first said it for the first time, like how shaky was your voice? 
awful. I was like, <laughs> I think it's one thirty. <laughs> Is that going to be okay? That okay? <laughs> right. And now you deliver that price like it's the news. Yeah, and nobody cares. They're they're fine with it. They think that they're getting a good service for that price because it's not the price that everyone else is charging around town. It stands out for a reason mm-hmm. alone from what the actual therapy is, but we have to charge more. It's expensive to continue with our training and our treatment and our life. Life is expensive. Businesses are expensive. So yeah. And if you're just charging what everyone else is charging, like understanding that all of those numbers are all made up too. Right. I just charged what everyone else was charging in town. And I thought, you know, that's good for now because before when I was an employee somewhere, they'd pay us $15 an hour. So, Mm -hmm. you know, yeah, $65 is great, but you don't keep all of that. So (laughs) I still getting $15 an hour at that rate. Yeah. Yeah. You have to work just as hard to get all those people in the door and then keep them and you're still not making anything. So Yeah. How great is it now to be able to afford to go and plan to do more seminars, like really as many as you want a year? It's still hard to believe. Like I, (laughs) I can't even, I don't even know what's going to happen in a a couple of months. Like I imagine it's going to be wonderful. Right. Yeah. Because you set out with this new pricing structure, really with a plan to fill your business and to keep it full, even if you lost clients and you did lose a couple of clients along the way. Right. And that was a little bit, that was my biggest thing. Yeah. Yeah. At the same time, like the people that left maybe weren't your ideal client. Yeah. And also it left room for the full price paying people to come in. And like every time someone books online now or calls you in schedules and you give them the price, like it's the news and they schedule still, what is that like? Like, what is your life like now as this therapist that's earning $130 an hour who only wanted to raise the rates $5 a month, you know, two months ago, like that's your totally different therapist now. It's amazing. I, I feel like it's less pressure of having to be completely booked because I can do one person and make the same price that I was charging for two people. Mm-hmm. And these people that are willing to pay the price are willing to do the work. They're kind of in, what's the right word? Invested. They're invested in their treatment. They listen to what I say. They, they listen to my suggestions and my self-care ideas and they're open to that stuff. And that's great. Cause I wasn't used to that before. Most people would just blow me off. Like, what does she know? She's just a massage therapist. (laughs) Mm, Yeah. Interesting, right? Like, I feel like you have this whole different level of confidence in yourself and your ability to help people and just in your ability to explain what the value of myofascial release is, where I think before maybe you were selling the modality and not selling the results. Yes. That was really why I wanted to work with you was because I did not know how to explain it eloquently where it made sense and where people got the understanding of what they were in for. Like in my brain, I knew what it was, but conveying that to people was very difficult. And the whole pricing thing wasn't even on my radar. I was not even worried about raising my rates Mm -hmm. at the time, not like significantly. So I was really wanting help to navigate. How do I keep people coming back? How do I get them to understand the benefit of this? Cause you and I know what it is, but Mm -hmm. 
how do I tell people that, Hey, there's this great therapy out here. Come on board, try it out. You know? So that's been really helpful. My self-confidence with the treatment was very difficult too. I wasn't sure what people understood about the therapy, if they were getting it. And I was so attached to the outcome Mm -hmm. and I had to really learn like from you, just don't worry about it. It'll work itself out. Right. Well, John says that in every class we take, right? He's like, like, don't, you know, like we're not attached to the outcome. All we have to do is walk in the room, right? He says that over and over again. But I think when we're in seminars, we don't believe that or we don't hear it for ourselves. Like it applies to everyone but us. Or it doesn't apply to me because I'm scared as hell. I don't know what I'm doing. And this client is just judging me, right? Like we think the client is judging us, but we're really just judging ourselves. It was a whole lot of self stuff. Yeah. yeah. The people, they couldn't get their full treatment because I wasn't allowing that to happen. I was so worried about all the things that don't make sense, you know, that don't matter. The stuff that John talks about, just like walk in the room and treat them. But that seems easy until you get in the room and your brain's going a hundred miles a minute. Like, Oh, what should I do first? And what do I do next? What if they don't like it? You know? So it just kind of, what do you do now that you kind of have this new level of confidence and self-trust? Like, do you literally just walk into the room and are you able to just be like, just walking in the room? Like maybe you have a bunch of brain chatter outside the room, but then you walk into the room. Like, are you able to get there now? It's getting better. I'm definitely realizing less is more and not trying to over-treat. I was trying to over-treat before and, you know, do so much stuff and I'm learning to just pull it back and really just focus on one thing at a time. (laughs) Yeah. That's so exciting. And I think too, we just need to remind ourselves like when we're switching from traditional therapy, massage therapy, physical therapy, occupational therapy, whatever it is, like we all have this pressure to continue to treat people however we were treating them in that modality. We need to realize like we are still offering this amazing body treatment but it's not just a treat for the body. It is life-changing. And the ability that we have to help people get to their goals is what we need to be focused on, not can I touch every single part of the body so that they feel like they had a massage. Right. It's like taking yes. the pressure off of ourselves for doing that. We've yes. All, we've all been there. Like everybody that's totally switched over had those thoughts like, oh, but they're expecting this. So I better provide this. And it's really just giving yourself permission to completely do it different, to not know exactly what you're doing and to just trust that you know enough to make this big difference for people. Yeah. I was so worried that I didn't know enough and that I didn't have enough classes under my belt to really provide great services. Even though I did know what I was doing, Mm -hmm. I just didn't have the confidence. I was scared to make the wrong decision or, you know, what if they're expecting it to still feel like a massage and they don't want to come back or whatever, you know, the list goes on on. your own damn way, basically. And just let Mm -hmm. it, you know, you have five seminars. That's awesome. And that's also like not a ton, right? Like, right. I just think that's so badass that you've made this decision so early in your career, in your MFR career, because you have years and years now to build on your experience, like the actual experience of day in and day out doing the hands-on myofascial release treatments, not just using it as a tool in your tool belt, which people I've seen this, I've witnessed this all the time. I've been in the myofascial release field for 10 years and seen people take seminar after seminar after seminar 
to get to the expert level, but they're not actually putting it into practice and they're watering it down or they're just using it as a tool in their tool belt. And that's so frustrating. So I just honor and respect so much that you had the courage to do this and to get this work out there for people to receive it. And you're so lucky. Yeah. And that, that was kind of my thing too. When I first started, I thought I'd have to be at an expert level to really give a good treatment. And then that I couldn't possibly, I don't possibly know enough to continue with this, but I knew that I would slip in a few techniques here and there to massage clients when they would have pain and they would say, Oh, my pain went away. And I'm thinking, yeah, it's because I did. (laughs) Right. Can't imagine why, but they, you know, they didn't really know what I was doing. And I knew that I couldn't mix the modalities. It just didn't feel right to me. Mm -hmm. And I knew eventually I had to be all or nothing. And I wanted to get there. I've been trying to get there, but I just didn't know how to navigate that. So yeah. Well, when you, I am. <laughs> when you decided to invest in yourself and in your business nine weeks ago, I think you just made lightning happen, right? Like yeah. when we're done coaching together in another few weeks, you will have met all of your goals. Plus I think goals that you didn't even know you had. And I just get goosebumps thinking about like, I can't wait to hear where you are six months from now and like what your income is and how many clients you've served because I'm literally getting goosebumps everywhere. (laughs) Um, I'm just so excited for you. And I just respect you so much. And I think it's just been so fun to be a part of this journey and to see, to see you go from where you were when you started, which you started out as a badass because you just are, that's just you. Yeah. But your willingness to listen to what I had to say and make it your own and take off with it has been incredible. You've had naysayers, right? Like tell us a little bit about when you went and got your taxes done, (laughs) what your accountant thought about this plan. My accountant is not a cheerleader for my business, even though he works for small businesses. It blows my mind. He thought I was crazy that I was going to double my rate. And I told him, I said, well, people are going to want to pay a higher rate, you know, because of the therapy, they're going to assume they're getting something different, which they are than anything else. Yeah. And so you have to have a price that sets you aside from every other massage therapist that's on the corner. Mm -hmm. And he said, well, that doesn't mean you have a better quality. What? (laughs) (laughs) Who is this guy? No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) I know. And I told him, I said, you're going to be sorry, or you're going to regret it. You know, take back your words. When I come do my taxes next year, and my income's doubled. Right. He always said I didn't make any money. Well, how are you going to make money if you don't raise your rates? Yeah, totally. He thought it was crazy for doubling them. He thought everyone was going to leave. I think he said something like you're going to burn your business to the ground. Yep. Yeah. So we, told did, we did some emergency coaching around that. <laughs> got my feathers really rumpled. Yeah. I think he ruffled mine too. I got in the pool a little bit with that one, but we're both able to recover and push forward. And that didn't set you back at all. Yes. I had to realize that the five or six people that are not on my side don't equate to all of the people. And he's not your ideal client. So it really doesn't matter what he thinks. Maybe he comes once in a while. I don't know. You know, maybe he, I don't even know if he gets mouthwash release, but he obviously doesn't know, and he hasn't had the opportunity to be educated by you about what it is. So maybe he needs to come as a client to figure it out. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. And there'll always be people that give opinions about prices 
I think I even say this in, in my book or I've said it on my podcast, but people will have opinions. It's just a reflection of their money story. Right. And if we are constantly basing our prices or our hours or everything we do on trying to please other people, we're never going to be happy for ourselves. So if we can just decide ahead of time what our goals are and work towards those and set prices on that, like laser focused on that goal, you're going to love what you've decided on and everything else is just going to work out because you're headed in one direction and you're moving towards that goal versus doing what everyone else is doing. If you do the same as everyone else, you're going to get the same result. You're not doing that, right? You are choosing to increase your education level, do continuing education like a mad fiend all year long, right? Like it's totally different than graduating from massage school with one, like four or eight hour day in MFR, which is not what we learn with John Barnes. Right. And then never doing continuing education other than online classes for the rest of your career. Cause that's yeah. what a lot of massage therapists do. I mean, I was totally yeah. guilty of that. I think yeah. John Barnes courses were the first live seminars I'd ever taken. Same. Well, yeah. no, I took a couple, but I had taken one other one, but like, yeah. I didn't really get it. I really thought that I, they really do set you out of massage school. Like, you know, it all. And you, you really believe that you do. <laughs> it's really you don't need scary. any more training. It's very scary. Yeah. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> Y'all be there. Like, we know it all. So it kind of sets you up to be maybe closed-minded about even trying something new or why, why would you spend more money on learning something totally different? But I've never regretted my training or the help that I've been able to provide with patients. And mm-hmm. I think when you are, well, you already are fully booked, right? <laughs> I'm pretty busy. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I think we were just talking about how to be less busy, right? Yep. Um, Yeah. And just getting to do myofascial release all day. What does that feel like now? It's great because I only raised my price for my new clients, like the middle of the month. And I've already like made, I don't know, $1,200 more in just a couple of weeks than I ever have. And so I think it's exciting to be able to move forward with this, like just, just doing this because now my schedule is getting more MFR heavy. It was just, it was very massage heavy with a few MFR sprinkled in. And now it's, it's balancing. The scales are balancing and the scales are balancing with more people at my new rate, which is great. I love that. I get so happy every time I have a new person paying my new rate. It just like, Oh, it's just, it's great. (laughs) I never thought that was possible. Like when you're feeling so excited about being there and you are feeling fully compensated, like how do you show up? to work on those days. I feel like I'm going to give them a better treatment. I'm not worried about, okay, I've put all this effort into it and I'm only getting 60 bucks or whatever. So I feel like I can show up. I feel like I give them a better treatment and give them better suggestions because I want them to feel the value of the price, obviously. So Mm -hmm. I feel like I need to give them more than just, okay, bye, you know, see you whenever you feel like coming back. So I make suggestions. I tell them what I think and it's up to them if they're going to do it or not, but at least I've put it out there. So sometimes it just plants a seed for the next time. Yeah. Most of your people are rebooking at the end of their appointments now. Yes. That's pretty great. Yeah. And how you made that happen? What are you doing to make that happen? Just telling them. I wasn't telling people what to do. I wasn't leading the relationship 
mm-hmm. with the patient. I was just making them, you know, decide for themselves, but now I'm telling them do this and this, and you'll get these results, you know, it, and it looks different for everyone, but I'm just more confident in delivering the, the treatment. Mm-hmm. That was part of working with you too. I didn't know how to do that. I didn't know how to talk to people. I didn't know how often they needed to come back because with traditional massage, I'll come back in a month, you know, and that's what everybody's used to or whatever. Right. So now I'm just telling them to come back more, which is they're listening. <laughs> so that's good. I love it. You're like, hey, listen to me. What is happening? You really have taken over a more leadership role with, you know, you've just really hunkered into that or anchored into that leadership position where like, yeah, this is my business and I'm the lead therapist. I'm the only one here. And these people need me to guide them because they literally don't know. And they don't know. They don't know. Right. It's not because anything has gone wrong. Yeah. They won't know to come back close together to feel better, quicker, right. Unless we tell them. And all we ask is how you feel when they walk out of the room. Like, I think I mentioned to you, like, I don't like it when people ask me how I feel kind of ever, but especially early in the morning or when I walk out of a treatment, (laughs) because I don't know really how I feel yet. And also, I don't know how I'm going to feel. Mm -hmm. I just want to, you know, know that I'm coming back. I want someone to tell me what to do kind of. Yeah. And based on what they saw and felt in my body and I could give feedback for how, you know, how it went for me too. That's fine to ask, but who knows right. how they feel walking out? A lot of people feel discombobulated and can barely write out a check. So right. understanding how to talk to them and guide them for what they should and could do for the results that they're looking for is so important. And you've just yes. championed it, like being like, okay, this is what I'll do then. And you you try it, you figure out what worked, what didn't work and what yeah. you could do differently next time. And then you just keep evaluating what you're doing and you're not afraid to go back and tweak it. Right. Just because someone right. was like, don't ask me to rebook doesn't mean you don't ask everybody else. And no one's right. been like that, but no. Yeah. yeah. It's been crazy. The last few weeks have made me sick to my stomach. Most weeks I, <laughs> I've had so much stress in my brain, but it finally got better at one point when I really decided it's okay. Like it's okay to be uncomfortable. It will not always be uncomfortable. It just yeah. is right now. Yeah. And you're making so many changes. Of course you are going to feel. Yeah. Lucky, right. It's like yeah. be uncomfortable and make changes that, you know, the outcome is going to be amazing. Even yeah. If it took you a couple of months to build up right? You're thinking you're going to go to zero and have to build back up. And that is not what ended up happening. So it's kind of like you had all this anxiety for nothing. Yes. I made everything way worse than it ended up being. (laughs) It was all in my head. It wasn't actually like, it's just your brain. Like your brain wants you to feel like, yeah, your business might burn all the way down. This Mm -hmm. is we're in the middle of a pandemic. What are you doing? Raising your rates? You know, nobody has any money, which just isn't true. And obviously from your results of this, right? Your thoughts have created your results. Your thought was, I can charge this amount. This is what I need and I want. And I will be fully booked. That thought has completely created that result for you because that is what your results are. It's super weird. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just going with it because it's it's crazy. I'm happy. I'm really happy about it. And your other thought could have been, I can only raise my rates $5. And then your results would have been, you know, we work together and you raised your rates $5. That still would have been okay. 
but you decided yeah. like, I'm going to get what I paid for. <laughs> I'm going to go all in and get this done. Yeah. I figured, you know, what's the worst that's going to happen. It's not going to be worse than it is now. I mean, it's, it's yes. not going to fail. You weren't happy just doing massage that like when you came to me, you were like, I'm, I do not want to give another massage basically. Yeah. How do I stop doing this? Yeah. Yep. And I'm like, you just stop. You just tell people you're stopping. And you were like, what? <laughs> I can't tell people. They can never know. <laughs> That's exactly what I thought too. I thought there's no way I can do that. Mm-hmm. And now I have. And the first couple of people that I told, I was shaking in my boots thinking they are going to yell at me and scream at me and call me names and, mm-hmm. you know, whatever. And I'm going to have to deal with that 40 times and I can't handle that. And that didn't happen at all. Nobody yelled at you, right? Nobody shook their boots at you. (laughs) Nobody cursed at me. No one screamed at me. It was fine. Yeah. And for the couple of people that decided that they don't want to do MFR with you, what also do you think about that? How does that feel for you now? I was really upset at first because those are the people that I thought were going to really be excited for it because they have chronic pain that doesn't go away. But then I realized that it's okay. You know, you got to let them go. It just frees up room for more people that are willing to do this because there's plenty of people out there looking for this. I get calls all the time. So they're looking for this work. So if you don't want to be on board, that's fine. You can get a massage literally anywhere. Literally. Okay. How many, I don't know if you know this number off the top of your head, but how many new clients have you managed to call you and book with you since we started this, since you changed your rate, since you decided you were chart, which you were just doing MFR only and you, and you set your rate for new people. How many new people have called? Um, I think I've had 16 new people this week, this month. (laughs) Okay. That's awesome. And we're not even to the end of March. So yeah. Wow. 16. Mm -hmm. Let that sink in. Yeah. It's crazy. I would be like 32 massage clients. Yeah. Wow. I'm blown away. This is so great. And you haven't paid for advertising and you haven't like. Nope. Done like (laughs) skywriting. Like, you know, you're just still doing just being you word of mouth. Just the website and Google. Yeah. That's I it. it. Yeah. Well, people Rachel, are just searching. So it's, yeah, it's people are just searching. They're just yeah. looking there. And that's the thing, like be visible and you are people. Yeah. Can find you. 16 people. Incredible. Yeah. Well, Rachel, it has been a pleasure to interview you, to be your coach and mentor and your friend and to just watch you go through this whole experience has been an honor for me. Thank you for coming on the podcast. And thank you for doing the work that you do in the world because you are making a difference on people's lives. Just Mm -hmm. just keep doing it. Thank you. I appreciate it. I'm excited. (laughs) So cool. All right, everybody. That is the episode for the MFR Coaches Podcast. Thanks for joining me and I'll see you next time. Bye. Thanks for joining me this week on the MFR Coaches Podcast. Check out my book, The MFR Coaches Guide to Having Your Own Myofascial Release Business. Autographed copies are available at my website, www.themfrcoach.com. Kindle version and print also available on Amazon. 
follow me on Facebook and Instagram at The MFR Coach for more info on today's topic. As always, subscribe to the show to catch every new episode and leave us a review so we can continue to bring you fresh content. See you next week.